Audio, audio, audio recording. Audio, audio, audio recording now. David Comedy. Oh, wow. I haven't heard one of those in a while. Hey. <laughs> I'm recording. Rap. <laughs> Rap. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. Dustin. What's up, Boober? And listener. <laughs> so much. <laughs> so so much is up. So much. Uh it's it's been a hell of a few weeks. <laughs> I saw you in person since the last time we've podcasted. That's right. That's right. The last since the last time we were uh, re-recorded, um uh the um backlog of our episodes aired. <laughs> and yep, um yep, yep. And uh and I drove to Georgia. Um, you were literally in this room. Yeah. When you flipped your camera on, <laughs> I was like, hey, there's the Hey, I've been there. There's everything. Yep. Yeah. No, uh, it was really cool. Um, for the most part. Uh that there was something else going on that was not cool <laughs> that I'll explain right, in a yep. minute because I'm sure people are uh-huh. like, what what? Um but no, I on? took a really fun trip up to see you guys. Um Yep. for your son's birthday party and um yeah. to play some <laughs> nintendo and yes. um and so that was a lot of fun um i had I had a lot thank of thank you for coming man it was it was awesome <laughs> yeah yeah it was really good to to see you we it was one of those things where it was like you know you you, you invited all of us yeah and then you know we were kind of like oh it's not you know like you you invite people and sure who right. knows if they can come uh and then me and tara were like we should try to go <laughs> like, mm. you know, but yeah, that was, that was, a, that was a lot of fun. And I, I enjoyed that trip very much. Yeah. Um, for the most part, um, can I give a mm-hmm. quick, uh, a quick, uh, uh, health update, Dustin? You may, you may. So part of the reason I was, we didn't record last week, the, the, you know, that we're recording now, um, mm-hmm. is, uh, <laughs> because I was not up to it. So, and it's weird because you're getting on, uh, we're getting on Skype tonight and talking. And so before you, you came on, I was t- transcribing my journal entries, mm-hmm. you know, so I was about at the time where this all began. Um, yeah. And, uh, I didn't get as far through it as I wanted to, to refresh my memory of the timeline. But basically, um, you know, my kids from one, for one point or another have been home with me since like mid-November. Um, yeah. Uh, one of our kids was in the hospital for three days with uh, virus related, not COVID, non COVID, but virus related complications. Uh, mm-hmm. That was an adventure. Uh, yeah. We had the Thanksgiving holidays. Uh, my other son started um, going wacky health wise. And then uh, I got this headache and it was just like, oh, that's weird. I have a headache. And then it just sort of progressed into like a migraine ish type thing. And, you know, it was in the week leading up to coming to Georgia and we were like, well, I don't want to, you know, uh, so then we decided, um, that was happening and we'd already decided like, okay, only I can go and my big kids can come with me, but everyone else needs to stay home because my younger kids can't travel because one of them was in the hospital and 
advised not to travel. So Tara was going to stay home with my little kids. So I was like, all right, so only me and my son and daughter are going now. And I start getting this headache. And then it's like, you know, three days. And I was like, all right, what's going on here? So I, I, I drive to, you know, I get up and I guess whatever it was, what was the, what was Saturday the 10th? Uh, so yes. at that point yep. it had been, it was day, uh, three, five. I don't know. My journal said my yeah. record, my journal is day five. I thought that was day three anyway. Okay. Uh, day five of the headache. And so I'm like pounding ibuprofen and Tylenol pills and stuff. Yeah. And, um, uh, and I go to your house and I remember telling you like, like, Hey, I don't want to freak you out, but I have like a really bad headache. But, um, <laughs> anyway, so I hung yep. out, I hung out down in your basement a lot during the party, yep. mostly because yep. I was not positive what I had. I just knew yep. I had a really bad headache and I should just, sure. you know, so play it safe. Right. And play it safe and, and play some Mario Kart. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Anyway, so we did the party and that was a lot of fun. And side note, I noticed, I told my wife later, I was like, I didn't really notice it hurting that much at Dustin's sounds, but I think it's just because I was laughing so much and I had so much dopamine that I, yeah, I couldn't sure. feel it. Um, went to the hotel, had a hell of a time trying to sleep. So I woke up Sunday and, you know, we drove home and I was just like, okay. And I had to get some Excedrin. I was like, I need headache medicine. Excedrin yeah. didn't do anything. So I get home wow. from Georgia at like... 11 o'clock in the morning here. Mm, um, yeah. And by three o'clock, I was like, I need to go to an urgent care. I go to an mm. urgent care. They do a bunch, you know, they ask me a bunch of questions and then they basically give me headache medicine and some other, and some ibuprofen pill, stronger ibuprofen. And they're like, if this doesn't break the cycle, you need to go to a hospital. I take mm. it two hours later. Don't feel any different. Go to a ho- I go to the, the ER <laughs> <laughs> at like 8 30 that night so i'm tired yeah. uh, you know and then my kids are in bed i go to the er and i just bring all my stuff bring my book and i just bloop, i sit there a woman peed in the waiting in the waiting room uh oh. she yeah she had like an episode or something and so i moved benches i should say and so i get back there and i'm in triage and um they give me an iv and they put these they pump me these drugs to break the the um the cycle and they start making me shiver and I'm trying to sleep while I wait for them to like do other stuff. And I can't sleep because there's a needle in my arm (laughs) and the woman next to me has broken her leg and they're Uh, like, they're trying to splint it and she's like screaming and I just, I'm shivering. She's the same woman that was peeing. No, not the same woman. This woman, (laughs) this this woman was younger and and I'm shivering and there's a needle in my arm. And then like the nurse comes in, like, can you please take the IV out? Like, cause the the medicine's done and it's just sitting there in my arm. And like, yeah. well, we might need to, you know, do, I was like, if you need to do it again, stick me again. I need this out of my arm so I can bend my arm and sleep. Yeah. Anyway, that's all happening. Um, they gave me a CT scan. Everything's clear. So I'm like, okay, we've ruled out regular headache. We've ruled out blood clot. We've ruled out, you know, stuff. Yeah. I go, I, I, I leave at like 1am and like shivering in the car. It's not cold yet, you know? And I'm just like yeah. having a really hard time getting home. Um, yeah. I get home. I take Benadryl, even though I'm, my body's full of Benadryl, which yeah. I'm sure my liver appreciated. Yeah. And I, just so I can sleep because the, tomorrow's yep. Monday and I yep. haven't called into my full-time job. I plan to work. At yep. that point, I start, I, I, I call my general practitioner's office. I give them pictures I, I, because by now the headache has progressed from, you know, headache to targeted eye, eyebrow and eye area migraine 
And then it's moved on to sharp, stinging, stabby feelings. Mm. And where those stingings are happening, there are now, there's now redness on my skin. It's topical. I can see it. Mm. And so I start sending pictures to my doctor and I'm like, hey, are these related? And I'm, and so by Wednesday, I'm in the office because I have to go to a meeting. I sit through the meeting. I come out of the meeting and then my doctor has messaged me, called me, messaged me and they said, hey, um, that is shingles. Mm. I'm writing you a prescription for Valtrex and Mm. specific nerve pain medicine Mm. and you, you know, and, and you need to go see an eye doctor because since the lesions are, you know, near your eyes, mm-hmm. you need to make sure shingles isn't in your eye. Yeah. So during this, I'm hearing horror stories about how bad shingles is and how horrible it can get. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I go to the doctor, everything's fine. I'm doing these horrible eye drops, uh, <laughs> horrible. Cause I'm bad at administering them. Yeah. I'm awful at eye drops. It's just so tense. You're just holding your eye open. Like, come on, come on, drop in, just drop in, just drop in. Yeah. <laughs> I have to do it four times As soon times as you said eye drops uh, on our text thread, I was like, oh, I would hate this. <laughs> it's like, I can't do them. Just give me a vaccine. Just, just give me a vaccine on my tongue. Like just right. do that. Yeah, please. Exactly. I don't care. Ah. <laughs> so my eyes are yeah. cool. Uh, so I've been taking the medicine and I've just, I've just been sort of like taking ibuprofen to help with the headaches that the Valtrex gives yeah. you. And then yeah. the pain meds weren't enough. And then my doctor was out of town. And so another doctor was like authorized a doubling up the pills. And then mm. when my doctor got back in town Monday, she refilled them for a stronger dose. So mm. um, everything is, everything's dried up. The lesion, it's not that bad, especially for, you know, shitty yeah, Skype. Yeah. You can't see much except for the scabs yeah, no. on my right. face. But yep. um, I consider myself lucky because that sucked and it's uncomfortable and the yeah. headaches were obviously the worst part. And then now there's just kind of some itching, but sure. there, there were earlier there was burning and, you know, headaches and stings and stuff and, you know, whatever. So I'm yeah. on the mend by the time this episode airs, uh, hopefully it's all over. Um, sure. But we were going to, you know, the next day after the Monday I was tired was podcasting and I was like, I'm not sure I can sit here and talk about movies. I should go to sleep. Yeah, right. Yes. So yep. uh, looking at the bright side of everything, it could have been way worse. I'm glad mm-hmm. I didn't have an aneurysm and yep. I'm glad that we caught it relatively early because yep. it's, yep. it can get really, 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 really painful. Uh, yeah. And it was for me, but I, yeah. I, I can't think that that's as bad as it gets because. Well, and as I understand it, like not everybody has that headache, migraine warning sign that you had. Yeah. And it's just like, sometimes it's just boom, it's there. It hurts. What is this? Yes. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. I let it go for almost a week because I was yeah. like, yeah, man, this is a bad it's headache. Just, you know, like yeah. all you yeah. know is drink water, get some sleep, you know, try, you know, and even then yeah. they were like, well, you know, try to reduce your stress, but like, also yeah. don't have dormant chicken pox cells or like <laughs> what are you supposed to do? You know? So, right. Right. Um, right. but yeah, that's one of those things it was like, and apparently it wow. can reoccur and stuff. So I'm kind of yeah. waiting for the other shooter drop every year. But the good news is yeah. like, if it ever happens again and I, and it starts to show up, at least now I know, Oh, I've had shingles in the past. The, yeah. I know what I need to do. I call my doctor, yeah. explain it, give me the medicine. Yeah. And it wasn't, yeah. you know, it was, thankfully it was not one of those medicines that was super expensive with insurance. It was like $16 right. for a week of pills. So yeah, not Sweet. bad. Uh, considering not bad. the eye drops, did I tell you how much these eye drops cost me? 
Yeah, you said 50 bucks. Yeah, with insurance, $50. Yeah, that's insane. So. That's insane. Woo. Anyway. Woo. <laughs> so, like, Jeez, you know, I, I dropped one earlier today and it missed and, like, got under my eye and, like, I wiped it and I was yeah. like, get in there. And I shoved my finger get- in my eyes. I was like, oh. <laughs> this drop I, is worth $1.23. <laughs> I rubbed it on my eyes like I was brushing my teeth with cocaine in the movies, you know? <laughs> Yes. Oliver is home with me because we're not, he's not going to school for six weeks because he's temporarily immunocompromised. Um, And then, you know, Riley's home with me half the time because now he's got fevers and he's got spots all over him from Mm -hmm. his stuff. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'm trying to do my job. I have my two little kids and then my big kids are off for school and that's all happening. And then my, and now my wife has COVID. So she can't help me. (laughs) She has to stay quarantined in our bedroom. So wow. I'm just sort of sleeping in this office. <laughs> That's why there's clothes everywhere. Because wow. this is like my house right now. Yep. Wow. Um, <laughs> Got your little studio apartment there. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. So it's yeah. been it's been crazy. She's fine. It, it you know Good. Uh, super uncomfortable and you know fairly miserable, but not like bad. Um, yeah. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Right. So we're sort of waiting on Christmas to figure out what we're going to do because yeah, one person in our house has COVID and we're just sort of thinking, oh, cool. When, when do the rest of us get it? And for me, right. I was like, can I please get through shingles first before I contract before I do that. the coronavirus, yeah. please? Yes. So uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Good gracious, man. And just a bunch of stuff. Like they, like they say, uh, one, one damned thing after another. Right. Uh, so that headache, Dustin, shingles is bad, Dustin. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. But you know what's worse than shingles? Uh, I think I know where you're going with this. Tell me. Black Adam. This loose cannon needs to be locked down before innocent people start getting hurt. He's been asleep for 5,000 years. If you find us a cell that can hold him, we'll take care of the rest. Who's on the team? I didn't bring a passport. We don't need passports. We're the Justice Society. There's a war going on outside. We ain't safe from Black Adam. We're here to negotiate your peaceful surrender. Heard about at least three killings this afternoon. I'm not peaceful. Nor do I surrender. Here we go. I kneel before no one. Black Adam. You didn't come here. <laughs> I wrote that like two hours ago. I was like, I've got it. <laughs> I didn't want to steal your punchline. I, I knew what you were going to say, but I was like, no, he needs to say this. <laughs> so he, I, saw the, I saw the gears turn. Yeah. Um. So Black Adam is a film... Uh, uh, by Warner Brothers. It's a DC film directed by Jean Collet Serra, um, starring Dwayne Johnson. I guess we don't call him Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne Johnson, uh, Hiram Garcia. Uh, sorry, no, that's one of the producers. <laughs> My eyes are so <laughs> effed. Aldous Hodge, Noah Centini. Oh, that's that guy that everyone loves right now because of the recruit. My wife was telling me about him earlier. He's like the yep. new, he's like the hot new thing. Yep. Anyway, you're the one who made me watch this. Don't, don't blame me. 
So why did we watch Black Adam? <laughs> uh, I had things to say about it. Okay. I and so so essentially. Uh, here, here's the deal. I saw this thing that was like Black Adam will forever be known as the film that killed the DCEU um, because as you listener may know um, Black Adam was released um, toward the end of October of this year it did not perform uh, quite as well as anyone had hoped and it now stands to lose anywhere between I think it's 54 to like a hundred million dollars yeah. um, all things considered marketing the whole shebang um, so it's it, it is technically a flop right right um, DJ seemed to have you know seen it a different way and had posted some things contrary like oh i think it's actually gonna try to profit and that kind of stuff right. and so i'm like immediately kind of interested in just the, the drama of this thing like right. you know but 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 mostly I, I, what, I, what i love i love any since scenario where it's like all right clearly someone's lying or in denial and i can't wait to see who who will, it is will admit it first <laughs> right exactly um and then, and then I keep hearing things about the film. It's like, you know, it's not great. It's not great. But then th people are like, oh, but it could have been great. It, there were some great ideas in it and this kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, all right, look, here's the deal. I, I, those of you who have listened to the podcast for any length of time know I like DC, I, you know, as far as comics go, regardless of the films, mm -hmm. um, the films I don't care for. The, 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 the or I'll say the, the, the post Nolan films I don't care for. Yeah. Um, thing, um, but with the comics I love. And so I was, I was interested in black Adam, but, but to be fair, he is like a C string villain that should be the villain of a Shazam, Shazam movie. Yeah. And then, and then if proven popular, then you can spin him off if you want to, I guess. But like, you, you gotta put in that legwork first. Um, and, and I feel like you know, they jumped the gun. And so I'm like immediately kind of interested in the film just because I'm like, oh, they're doing this way wrong. And, and so there's all this stuff. And, but, but genuinely, like, I do like Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam. I think that that's a good pick and could be great. So I watched the films, the film with, with low expectation, knowing that I'm probably not going to care for the film actually, but at least hopeful that I'm going to like Dwayne Johnson in the role. Mm -hmm. um, spoiler alert. I don't like Dwayne Johnson. in the role. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and, and, and the film I don't care for either. Um, it, it does just about everything wrong that could be done wrong. Um, and, and it's frustrating because I was trying to, so my wife asked me, what did you think after I watched it? Cause she knew I watched it. And, um, uh, and I was like, yeah, well it's frustrating. And she said, frustrating. Why? And I said, it's frustrating because I know the source material and I know how easy it would have been to, to make a very good story here, even given certain, you know, studio mandates, it would have been easy. And, um, and here's what I mean by that. So, um, or, you know what, let me, let me, let me, put a pin in that and let's just talk about the film as is before I talk in, about how I'm going to save it. Sure. Um, the film as is, um, is really not about black Adam. It's about a young boy whose name I can't recall and his mother, whose name I can't recall. Um, <laughs> uh, his name is 
shit. Where is his name? <laughs> Where are you, kid? Um, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. Yeah. He, okay. Who technically he is a character in the car. Anyway, I'm on. His mom yeah. is Adriana. 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 A- Adriana. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I'm saying it like Adriana de la Serva. I'm. Tr- I need to. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I think it's yeah, Adriana. Yeah, and then there's yeah. other yeah other people. So the uncle, yes. whatever his name is, right? Yep. Um. So so it, really, they're the protagonist because the way that the film is structured, there's this lengthy prologue about. Um, Dude, it was so long. <laughs> it was so long about like this emperor in this yeah. fictional uh, uh, country called Kondok. Kondok. And and Kondok is ruled by this you know evil dude who has. Basically created the one ring, but it's a, a crown that you wear that summons the power of six demons or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because his name is Sabak, and he creates Sabak. the crown of Sabak. He named it after himself. Okay, there yeah. you go. And that's the and, evil MacGuffin. <clears throat> gotcha. And so, and so he creates this crown, um, and and uh, the wizards that we met in Shazam um, mm-hmm. chose a young boy. To become the hero of Kondok and destroy yeah. the evil uh, emperor or whatever, evil yeah, king, demon, and, man, right. And this is a very, very, very long prologue. Um, which I'll say, there's a twist in this prologue, which I saw coming a mile away because I recognized a certain person's voice, right. Which was ridiculous, but whatever. Okay. Uh, you know what? Let's, we're just full spoilers. Sure. I don't care. Well, let's do it. <laughs> um, you, you realize later that the boy that was chosen is not Black Adam, but is the the boy's father is Teth Adam. I, I was going to say, like, I was like, uh, it sounded kind of like The Rock, and I noticed they never show this dude's face. Yeah. Now, I didn't see the was, twist coming, but I was yeah. like, what was that all about? I, you know. I noticed. I, I noticed two things. Exactly what you said. It was why not show the dad's face if you're trying to garner some sort of connection, emotional yeah. connection for me. <laughs> and and secondly, why does he sound like The Rock? Yes. And it's like ah, okay. I bet that's actually Black Adam, and the kid is not actually Black Adam. Got mm. it done. Okay. Um. So there's that. Um. After the lengthy prologue, uh, we we flash forward and and our protagonists, whose goal is to recover the crown of Sabak and and take it somewhere away from bad people. <laughs> That's all the thought they've, they've put into this. They're, yeah. they're going to go find it. And by the way, the crown of Sabak is literally just in in a cave like. There's no booby traps. There's no. no it's, I, I thought protection. the same thing. I was like, th- "This is just a temple that's accessible seemingly to anybody. It's not even hidden behind some other. It's not like underneath a famous mm-hmm. temple that's already been discovered. Right. It's not in another dimension. And you just and it's walk been into there a, for f- a room and for the five thousand years, no one's walked into this room. It's just levitating above those those two yeah. like you know book rocks. You know, right." Which which is easy to get to because evidently all you have to do is climb one of the rocks and jump over. Done. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Um, there, there's like no protect for, for ancient wizards or whoever it is that that put this there. 
why did they put it there? The ancient <laughs> wizards have like a weird, um, the Rock of Eternity, I think it's called, which is where the wizards all, you know, live and Shazam has yeah. the, the thrones and whatnot. Like that's an inaccessible like pocket dimension or something. Even if it's even, even if, <laughs> even just as a temporary place. Yeah. Most people can't get there. Like I know like right. you, like your evil like demon enemies might know where it is but like at yeah, least yeah, yeah. dumb people won't find it which is what happened here. Right. <laughs> right. Well but why didn't they like have some like you know three-headed dog guarding it you something, know like something yeah. like yeah. just something to give me something <laughs> even some a really sense of a really difficult crossword puzzle could have guarded it right, right. <laughs> you know what sudoku like level 10 okay sure i get it but yeah i don't understand why there's just nothing no no protection for this thing at all and i'm looking at the plot summary i'm not even seeing anything about why what what they plan to do with it it just says they're just trying to find it so the, they're stupid the, all, all they all they have planned is that they're going to retrieve it. Mm-hmm. And I think at one point somebody says, well, where are we taking it? And they said, where bad people can't get it. And like, that's it. And I'm like, why? They also haven't done a good job of establishing what this crown is capable of doing. Mm-hmm. So I get from everybody's reaction to it that it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know why, um, which <laughs> sucks. Um, anyway... <laughs> The, the, they get attacked and the woman, uh, Adriana or whatever, summons Teth Adam and mm-hmm. he he destroys some some fools. Yep. Um, there are parts of that sequence that were fine mm-hmm. for me. Um, like there's some cool imagery in there and like they finally got flying right. There's like, a whole I feel lot like- of what of the, what this movie does do well, I think, is and, and, yeah. and other DC films do like, you know, they did this pretty well. Sure. And anytime Superman was doing something is there. Yeah. They do. They've done well to establish what what um, gods fighting each other yeah. should probably look like. look like. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's something that they need to lean into because that is what distinguishes them from the Marvel films. Marvel yeah. characters, by and large, are not gods. They're people yeah. Uh, yeah. with abilities. They're not gods yeah. with abilities. Yeah. And and there's a difference. Right. And and the, the fight physics are completely different. And Marvel's yeah. leaned into what they do. And right. DC would do well to do the same because when they do it, it's like, I'm looking at I'm looking at some of these fights. I'm like, wow. I, I mean, I know how they did it, at computers, but but like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at it like, wow. How did they How did they do this in a way that isn't jarring for me? Like this looks right. I can the, it the, looks the, fine. Yeah. the geography makes sense. Like they yep. did a good job with it with all the fights. You know, right? Yep, I agree. Yeah, there there are a couple of things that I'm a little bit like even when I was watching it, like, uh, that's a little weird. Mm -hmm. Like there's a moment in that, in that sequence where a guy has like a grenade and he's going to throw this grenade and, and Adam like grabs it and puts it in the guy's mouth. But I'm like, this dude's been in prison for thousands of years. He doesn't know what a grenade is. Why would he know that that would (laughs) do anything to him? It's, he doesn't know. Are you referring to the quicksilver sequence is what I call it? Yeah. 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 Uh, I did like then, that. That jumped out at me. I was like, some executive was like, do the th- X-Men thing. Do the thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, from several years ago, the right. thing. Put, paint it black. Get it? Black Adam. <laughs> and it's like, oh, great. Cool. Uh, great. We're that on the nose. Okay. Um, 
do you want anything by Black Sabbath? It's weird. Um, and then and then, you know, there is the whole thing, which Bob, it, it shouldn't bother me because it's a freaking movie. But it bothers me that this guy who's been in prison for 5000 years speaks English when mm-hmm. it comes out mm-hmm. and and that all the Kandaki people speak English. Um, they that's didn't, a little bit. They didn't do the hunt for Red October thing. Yeah, I was going to say, you could do that where, okay, we're just, you know, whatever. But then, like, Hawkman shows up speaking English, and everyone's like, Understands them, yeah. Yeah, and so it's clear they're not actually speaking Kandaki, they're speaking English. Yeah. Um, It's it's frustrating. Um, And then the fact that Black Adam has any comprehension when the kid says things like, you need a catchphrase. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, and why am I even listening to you at all? Which like, leads me to a point. He should look at those posters of Superman and be like, oh, Jesus Christ, who is it? You know? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, yeah. He, w- he wouldn't say Jesus Christ because he's, he, he's older. He, was, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't know who Jesus <laughs> is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, wouldn't say, he wouldn't say Jesus Christ. He'd say, oh, the long prophesied Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> On whom we're still waiting. Yeah. Um, oh, stars. Oh, oh supernova. Uh, Whatever you. I don't yeah, know. Right. Um, <laughs> Whatever the kids are and saying. Yeah, it's 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 so weird. Also, I, speaking of the posters, there's that, and then there's like that moment where the kid bumps into somebody, and all of his comic books fall out of his bag, <laughs> and they're all like DC comics that are real comics. And I'm like, uh, yeah, this is the biggest take me out of this movie that there could ever possibly be that this kid has like artwork. And by the way, the kids posters in, in his room, they're not like posters of Henry Cavill there. It's Jim Lee drawn Superman. There is which, the, the Aquaman poster is a is very Jason it, Momoa looking. It is, yeah, it is. But like even the even the Wonder Woman stuff, like it's based on Gal Gadot's costume, mm-hmm. but it is not her. It's her like likeness. a Jim Lee illustration, and so it's like uh, I just have such an issue with this. Um, yeah, I'm confused <laughs> because because. The, this brings up all kinds of questions like how much did the, does the general public know about these heroes? Mm-hmm. Um, and if they know enough to like accurately draw them <laughs> and sell that in mass marketing, then goodbye secret identities. You know what I mean? Like, right. And, and, and again, like differentiate yourself from Marvel, like Marvel's movies right now are trading a lot on people recognizing these heroes. And one yeah. way that DC could distance themselves from, comparison yeah. well you know whatever from 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 sameness would be to to not yeah. do that like we don't right. have to do that let's not do that you know yep exactly you know, because 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 mar because like marvel I'll, I'll, I'll just i didn't realize i'd be bringing this up so often but like marvel's characters you know live in our world like you know sure. contemporary yep. america you know new york new york yeah. real cities real celebrities all this stuff so like marketing commercialism and and, and social media culture you know, when it comes to licensing would be part of what they might encounter if so many people knew about the stuff they do. Yeah. And not that DC characters wouldn't be because they're still social yeah. media. There's just, they don't call it Facebook. They, you know? Yeah. But you can kind of, it, it's, it's like a, it's not 
real life. It is lifelike and it's a projection of our values, but not the actual products or behaviors themselves. There there does not have to be as much societal, ready for this word, societal verisimilitude in DC films as there ought to be in Marvel films. When I watch a Marvel movie, I expect it to look fairly like life as I know it. Yep. DC is a lot more filmic. Yes. In yep. that way. And that yep. I don't expect them to drink Pepsi. Yeah. Uh, I just expect them. I expect soft drinks to exist. I don't need it to be Pepsi. And, right. um, yep. and I don't need the characters uh, licensed on lunch boxes uh, when it doesn't right. make any sense at all that they would be. It makes no sense for there to, I've, I've said this maybe on the podcast, but definitely in, in, in person, mm-hmm. it makes no sense for there to ever be any Batman marketing. <laughs> within within the world of the batman right. to, to he's a to menace the, yeah to the gothamites and to like everyone in the world he's a freak batman is a is the bigfoot like yeah, we yeah. don't know if he's real yeah but somebody's doing something mm-hmm. but like you know he's certainly not putting his emblem on a lunchbox yeah you know, and same with Superman, like Superman is Superman, but Superman's not going to do like a commercial for life cereal, right. you know, like this doesn't, <laughs> it, it's not, it's not applicable. And I think that's the most boring thing you can possibly do in a superhero movie is to talk about Twitter. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, oh, hey, you're trending. Uh, the, the flash, you need a Twitter account so yeah. that the homies know where you're at. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't even bring that up in this story. It yeah. makes no sense to bring that up. What's Twitter? It's the most, yeah, it's the most boring possible no. bit of dialogue you get. Exactly. Anyway. Um, yeah. And then that brings us into the idea, like the main thrust of the story, which is the, the only characters with a true, uh, goal here are, Everyone but Black Adam. <laughs> so he is not our protagonist. No. The goal of the goal of the kid is to have a cool superhero pet, essentially. So th- think about John Connor's relationship with the Terminator in Terminator 2. That's ex- that is it to a T. The relationship here between Amon and Teth Adam. Yes. It's you're the you're this bulky, unfeeling robot, mm-hmm. and I'm the quirky <laughs> kid that knows the streets. Yeah. And and I'm going to lead a revolution. I shall weaponize you. And yeah, and I and exactly. And I'll teach you how to smile. Yeah. Right. Like that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And it's it's the most frustrating thing to be like, why is this why is this thing? It, it goes back to we've talked about the Transformers movies before, and I'm like, it 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 sucks to me that we're still in an era where the Transformers need a human protagonist. Transformers mm-hmm. movies need a human protagonist because some exec somewhere thinks we can't relate to a, a robot. Right. We have to have a human. And that's exactly how this stinks. It's, oh, Black Adam, we can't relate to him, so we need a human kid to relate yep. to. No, we don't. We absolutely do not. Yeah. Um, and so he has that goal. His mom has the goal of moving the crown of Sabak, and the JSA have the goal to 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 put Black Adam Detain Black in his Adam. place. Yeah. Exactly. And Black Adam's goal is to stare at a statue for the entirety of the film. Yes. It. It. it I definitely picked up. So I read your letterbox review before I watched the film, and it it was uh, to that point of like a character needs a goal. Um, yeah. 
And so I did watch the movie through that. I was thinking about that principally during the movie because I, I felt that I was like, black Adam is resurrected. Um, and he kills the immediate people around him who are trying to kill him. Yep. And he does not have a goal. He is sort of given one via an unexplained and unearned connection to this kid Yep. And then the Justice Society shows up and is like, hey, you need to be gone. And I was yep. sort of on uh what's her name? I, 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 uh, Adriana's side where she was like, yeah. um, I, we like Black Adam being here. Like he's gonna liberate yeah. us from these mercenaries. And right. I and Hawkman's like, he's a bad man. I was like, man, shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> I was like, should we shut up? Like yeah, yeah. It's just like we're gonna put him in jail. It's like he just got here. He just he hadn't done what anything. Are you doing? Yet. You, you're you're putting him in jail based on legends that you just said you didn't know that they were true yeah. until yesterday. Right, and uh, so <laughs> it was anyway. And of course, like you know, the Adam Smasher like looks and acts look like like Deadpool slash Spider Man. Um, yeah. just like, Oh, sorry. I knocked a thing over my bad. You know, I'm just trying to yep. do my, do my best. It's my first day. And yep. right. You know, wind lady does wind stuff. And, yep. um, you know, the Dr. Fate is a lot like Dr. Strange. Uh, yep. but he is pretty cool though. Uh, I like, yep. I like Dr. Fate. <laughs> Everything with him yeah, was, so, uh, was pretty awesome. I would say. Um, yeah. And what do you think about Hawkman? Hawkman was once I, I don't know, once they stopped making this character, just a stupid idiot, um, whose only, uh, trait was to square up to black Adam. Yeah. Like, Oh, you want to fight? You know, I'll face you. And it's like, dude, he could come on. What do you? Yeah. Right. It it made him seem like an idiot. Cause I was like, okay, this obviously you're no match for him unless you're wearing that, this gear or whatever you have. Yeah. I don't know his Hawkman. I don't. I don't even know his power set. I was, you know. Well, so Hawkman's had a lot of different origins in the comics. It's mm-hmm. unclear which one this is. Right. Um. We 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 don't really get to know. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I'm I'm assuming that the 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 wings are nth metal wings. They mentioned mm-hmm. that the the ship is made of nth, nth metal. metal. Yeah. Nth metal is essentially like you know vibranium, adamantium. Yeah. It's it is a, a, a <laughs> space mineral. Material. That, yeah. Yeah. A, sp- a space <laughs> mineral that's super strong can't be destroyed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, and has levitation properties. Got it. Right. Okay. Um, so whatever, but I, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not really sure the, the scope of the, of his power set because in some versions, he's just like a dude with the nth metal and mm-hmm. some versions he's, um, a Thanagarian. So an alien right. uh, from planet Thanagar. Um, and so I'm, but I'm not sure, I'm not sure which version this is. Um, so, but yeah, so the JSA is is weird because it's a weird retcon that there's another superhero team out there that presumably has been around for longer than the Justice League. Yeah. But we've never heard of them. They've never been talked about, whatever. Kind of goes back to the comics. The JSA mm-hmm. has been, you know, retconned and re-institutionalized like 5,000 times in the comics. It's a very confusing, murky story. But the the, you know the main gist of it is this is like the original justice league. Mm -hmm. Like this is made up of classic heroes prior to the ones we typically follow. Right. And, and Hawkman is typically a part of that Dr. Fate, you know, sure. Um, but, um, 
But yeah, the way that they're used here, I, I'm, I'm not on board with. And here's why. We know that their mission is to detain Black Adam, but we don't really know if we, the audience, should be rooting for Adam or for the JSA, mm-hmm. or let's just say Hawkman, let's personalize it. Sure. Should, we, should we be on the side of Hawkman or Adam? Because we've not seen either of them do anything virtuous. Now, had we started <laughs> instead with with Hawkman, with Carter in his... In, instead of him like at his home and you know Amanda Waller's Talking on the screen Amanda like Waller. oh dude stop this threat which if by the way is a, he, that it kind of ruins the retcon because it's like you're you're sort of retconning the Justice League but you're keeping Amanda Waller who is who is aware correct. and around and has interacted with the Justice League correct anyway so instead of having yep. her talk to him on a screen in his mansion yeah what what do we do differently uh what I would do instead is just. The first time I show them is have them all in battle doing something that's undeniably virtuous Mm -hmm. so that we know from the get go, these people can be trusted because we don't know that. Like if you remove my knowledge of the source material, there's nothing in this film to prove to me that the JSA is on the side of the angels. Right. So especially because so their treat- boss is Amanda Waller, who is correct. So <laughs> exactly. Who, who's notoriously right. m- murky morally. Um, and and so you you really have to show me that Adam or sorry, that Hawkman and his team are right in order for me to root for them. But they don't want us to root for the JSA. Right. They want us to root for Black Adam. So then. Maybe that's why they keep it murky, but I can't root for Black Adam because I'm continually being told how evil, how like, you know, uh, uh, right. violent he is. Right. So I'm then as an audience member left in this shadow realm where I can't root for anybody. I don't know who to root for because I don't know who's right. And the film has no point of view. Then I also can't root for Adam because he's not working towards a goal. No, he's just yeah. being victimized. Yeah. And well, that's great, but but an antagonist works against the protagonist's goal. And if the protagonist has no goal, then the antagonist <laughs> doesn't really matter. There, there exactly. should because there shouldn't be a movie. Right. Um and and so <clears throat> there there's all of this. Structurally, it's flawed. Yes. There's no character to root for. Nobody's right, nobody's wrong, nobody has a goal that means yeah. anything. Because if 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 you really wanted me to believe that the JSA were good people, then the first thing they would do is not detain Adam, but talk to Adam yeah, and say, hey, man, look, we didn't know you were here like you were existed until yesterday. Yeah, we thought you were a legend. So are the legends true that you did these things? Yeah. Because if so, that's not cool anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like we're going to give you the benefit of the doubt here, but. You have to prove to us that you're on our side or else, you know, we're going to have to bring you in. Not we're just going to go ahead and bring you in for crimes that are 5,000 years old. Right. And that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Structurally, Um, what you said about the gold rings true because like and and the fact that he's not the protagonist because the plot because because then you go okay like well, what who is the antagonist like okay well the antagonist is clearly you know the the mercenaries who are trying to get the crown to yeah. you know do evil stuff with it presumably yeah because they're bad and they wear black and they have guns and yeah. like 
they're going to do something bad. So it's like, oh, cool. So <clears throat> let's reverse engineer this. They're the antagonists. Yep. They're, st- but, but, <laughs> but, but they're the only ones with a goal. Right. Like they're not stopping others from it, from their goal. It's it, they, except they, for Adriana, <laughs> whose goal is to keep the crown safe. Right. Which she's the protagonist. She should have just done by like not going after it. And it's, t- yeah, and right. it's so messy. All right. So how- by hiding it in the first place, somewhere, anywhere. Yeah. Right. Do something. <laughs> how do we have a plan? How do we fix this movie? So exactly. to fix to fix the movie, you have to go back to the source material. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to work on the assumption that that the corporate that some exec somewhere told uh, the the writers here, okay, here's what you have to do: you have to include Hawkman and you have to include Doctor Fate. Like those, that's the mandate. Um, but we want we want this to be a Black Adam movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, well here here's a really easy thing. Okay. Comes straight from the source material. And this is what I mean when I said this is frustrating because what you're about to see is that they fundamentally changed the origin of each of these characters to avoid the easiest possible solution to the problem. So here, here's the here's the the problem. How do we incorporate the story of Hawkman, Dr. Fate, and and Black Adam into one film? In the comics. Black Adam is not from Kandak, but from ancient Egypt. Um, he has been around for a long time. He, you know, ancient Egypt is when he was a thing. Mm-hmm. Hawkman was in the comics a prince. Where ancient Egypt, um, and and he is his origin in some versions is that he's continually reincarnated. And on every reincarnation, rediscovers that he's Hawkman um, and Hawk Woman, Hawk Girl, depending on the in the version, um, the adaptation. Um, Hawk Girl is the same way. She is their star-crossed lovers, her and Hawkman. And in every reincarnation, they find each other and rediscover their shared memories of the past. Um, and so it's this long romance between the two of them. Um, and in some versions, they originally came from Thanagar, but in some versions, they're just humans who, who happen to be gifted with this reincarnation thing Hmm. and every, they're reincarnated every time and find each other, find their Hawk powers, nth metal, whatever, and whatever. Um, and then, and then Dr. Fate. So Dr. Fate um, the, the story goes, and I'm, I'm working off memory here. Um, Dr. Fate is the helmet is the helmet of Nabu. Nabu, uh, was a priest where ancient Egypt. <laughs> um, and he, uh, in fact was, uh, you know, in, in the original comics, he was like around when, um, the, the Israelites were led out by Moses, like, Nabu was there. Um, he was an advisor to Ramesses and whatever. Like this is the traditional Nabu origin. Um, an origin, and, and 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 Nabu was was wise, and he was a magician and whatever. When he died, he bound his soul to the helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, and and throughout time, different people, like in this film, Kent Nelson, yeah, um, can wear the helmet and gain the powers of Nabu. Um, so Nabu speaks to him inside that helmet 
the the soul of Nabu. So it's essentially two beings in one. Nabu is essentially driving Kent Nelson's body when that helmet is on. Huh. Um, and so Nabu is an ancient Egyptian priest uh, and magician who, you know, is is bound forever in that helmet. So if, for instance, in, in the comics, they just released a thing the other day, Batman is, is going to put on the helmet of Naboo. It will be Naboo driving Batman, hmm. essentially. Um, but it will he will have all of the abilities of Batman um, and Bruce is in there. But like when you show the inner monologue, it's Naboo and Bruce speaking and kind of like battling for the 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 driving of the body. Interesting. What what I tried to highlight there is that all three of these characters come from ancient Egypt. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so so the easiest thing in the world is don't make this a contemporary story at all. Yeah. Set it in ancient Egypt and that you have cool. a story that is completely unique in the superhero landscape in that it doesn't take place in the 90s yeah. or you know, a la Captain Marvel, and it doesn't take place in the 40s, a la Captain America. It takes place in ancient Egypt. Mm -hmm. And the entirety of the film is the story of Hawkman, and I bring Hawkgirl into it, mm -hmm. and Nabu, not not Dr. Fate, but Nabu himself, mm -hmm. with, uh, with Black Adam. Huh. You tie all their stories together in ancient Egypt. You have the villain. I wouldn't use Sabak. I would end up probably using like vandal savage who is oh god see i love vandal savage man I, vandal savage is an immortal he <clears throat> he cannot die yeah and um you know was it i'm trying to remember i think so nabu is also um a part of the lords of order this is mentioned briefly in the film the lords of order are like an ancient group of beings that preserve order in, in the cosmos uh good <laughs> sort of essentially thing. yeah and then there's the lords of chaos and the lords of order and the lords of chaos always fight against one another and i believe mm -hmm. vandal savage is a is a lord of chaos okay um, um and so anyway i'd probably use someone like that or or maybe like clary on the witch boy or something to to bring home like the the lords of of chaos versus the lords of order thing drive all of that um but but then like at the end you can tag it you can totally tag it with something contemporary where teth adam is now in contemporary culture for whatever reason and uh hawkman is now reincarnated and it's like good you know good to have you back old friend or old enemy or whatever <laughs> mm -hmm. the case is right and naboo is there and teth adam says something like naboo and it, well Sort of. Sort of, yeah. My name is Kent Nelson. Yeah. Uh, Nabu, you know, whatever. And right. so, um, and so you you can you can tag all of that in at the end if you want to bring it into like a contemporary thing so that Superman can fight Black Adam if that's yeah. your goal. Um, but but the 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 easiest thing in the world to do is to tie those three characters together by their shared culture and shared setting. But instead, they don't give you any indication of where Hawkman is from, other than Louisiana, I think, um, they yeah. said on t on text in the screen, uh, whatever. And then and then Dr. Fate gets no backstory, no origin, no anything. Mm. We don't know. We don't learn anything. They mention the Lords of Order, but they do not mention anything about Naboo, the Helmet of Naboo, and nothing about that. And Black Adam himself is not from ancient Egypt. He's from Kandak. Um, so all of these origins have been retconned to not be related to one another when in fact in the comics they're all related to each other um and and this is ridiculously 
uh, talk about making your job harder, mm-hmm. like as a screenwriter to be like, well, so I have to have these characters together. How can I do it? Hey, they're from the same place in the same culture in the same time. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that. I want to do something different. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I'd like a harder job. <laughs> That's like saying, you know, I have to write the story about the four Beatles. Hey, they're all from Liverpool. No, I don't want to do nah. that. I think I, I think I'd rather have Paul from Indiana and John from in, from India. And like, it makes no sense. Well, how do they get together? I don't know. They're just all together. Well, why not just make them from Liverpool? Like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Um, so anyway, all that to say, like, what I my big takeaway from Black Adam is it's super frustrating. Yeah, because it changes the origins of three characters who are tied together in the comics to untie them to convolute their story and needlessly make them make no sense. Right. And then from a screenwriting perspective, there's no goal. There's no forward momentum. There's no, no stakes. There's no whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's too much like Terminator 2, blah, 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 the whole thing. Um, and and it's frustrating. And it throws up every – it feels like a script that was written in 05 because it throws in mm. every superhero cliche. The the sky beam happens. Yep. The, the uh, well, what do we call you now? Smirk, cut to title cards. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're never going to say Black Adam in the movie because ah, that's too goofy. It's mm-hmm. comic booky. Um, and, and regardless, it, it throws in every bad comic thing you can do, uh, comic book movie thing you can do and, uh, needlessly convolutes everything. So yeah, I was frustrated by it. Yeah. And who knows now, like I, we don't even know where the hell DC is even going at this point because now we've got, yeah. You know, like Henry Cavill is not Superman anymore. Yep. Um, and I'm not even sure if The Rock is in the fold anymore. So shortly before we started recording, um, The Rock did issue a statement. Oh. Um, so I can read it because it's fortuitous. Oh, delicious. Oh, I okay, said it so, again. Jesus. Yep. So so this is this is The Rock statement. Uh, my passionate friends, I wanted to give you a long-awaited Black Adam update regarding the character's future in the new DC universe. James Gunn and I connected, and Black Adam will not be in their first chapter of storytelling. However, DC and Seven Bucks have agreed to continue exploring the most valuable ways Black Adam can be utilized in future DC multiverse chapters. James and I have always known each other for years, or have known each other for years, and have always rooted for each other to succeed. It's no different now, and I will always root for DC and Marvel to win and win big. You guys know me and know I have thick skin. You can always count on me to be direct with my words. These decisions made by James and DC leadership represent their vision of DCU through their creative lens. After 15 years of relentless hard work to finally make Black Adam, I'm very proud of the film we delivered for fans worldwide. I will always look back on the fan reaction to Black Adam with tremendous gratitude, humility, and love. We did great. To my very passionate and vocal Black Adam superhero genre fans, I love you, thank you, and I will always listen to you and do my best to deliver and entertain you. Um, that's that's it. Happy holidays, whatever. So, hmm. um, all that said, some very uh, d- uh, deliberate language in there. Yeah, for fan sure. Fan reaction to the fan fans reaction. of genre uh, d- deliver for you. Mm-hmm. You know, he does not like the critical reaction, and he basically said as much. Like he's yeah focused on the audience score, which is yeah. fine. Like I have no problem yeah. with that. It's just yeah. That's either a defiant, like, no, 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 we're doing great. Or it is just like, I really don't yeah. care what the critics say. I want right. to entertain the audience. And 
I guess yeah. he did. I don't know. Well, and and so I, I I'm like this weird. Uh, you and I are both this weird uh, Venn diagram because we. Yeah. I think we 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 can be critics we and we can be yeah. audience. I really do think um, we represent a very narrow part of the population that is b- both both critical and uh, fan fan. And, and, and we want to like these films, you yeah. know, like we don't, we don't go into any of them hoping for the worst. Yeah. We always go in like, Hey, you know, I'd love for this to be a good movie. Um, and so we're fans in that way. Um, this did not entertain me. Like it, it, it provided me, you know, with an hour to, to speak about how it could be better, but that's the most entertaining <laughs> part of this whole experience for me. I, I was entertained, but I, I want more. I, I do want more out of movies yeah. than, than entertain yeah. this, the, out of some, then, most movies. There are some movies, yeah. but, but the movies that I want to entertain me and that's it. I've already seen them. Yeah. And, yeah, and right. so yeah, yeah. I, I want them to entertain me on a rewatch, but anything new I watch, I want more than just, Oh, that was, that was uh, entertainment. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like there are things that are done okay in the movie, but like yeah. I still want to care about those things, and I want them to make yeah. sense. And every time I saw Amanda Waller or um, you know the Henry Cavill uh, thing, I just kept thinking like, "Wow, I'm not excited at all because none of this is going to happen or go anywhere at this point." You yeah. know? Yep. And it's yep. just exactly. You know. Yeah, and and as far as that statement goes, I mean. We'll see if that comes into play. He he admits Black Adam does not have a part in chapter one of their storytelling, mm-hmm. but what we're working on ways to do it later. Yeah, sure you are, buddy. That, sure that you sounds are. a little bit like James Gunn going, yeah, yeah sure. We'll, we'll, we'll get around to it. Sure, yeah, man, no sure, Dwayne. Yeah. yeah. I'll keep we'll, that we'll in mind. Yeah. I'll, we'll keep it in mind and we'll see what we can do the next, the next chapter, phase or, two. Or he straight up said like, listen, I have no plans for Black Adam, but if you want to if if you want to tell your fans that we're working on something, look, who knows? But I'll be frank with yeah. you. Yeah. I've gotten nothing planned. Um, because, yeah. you know, at that point, you're just keeping the you're trying to keep a fan base from being pissed yeah. off at Warner Brothers. Yeah. You know. Which, by the way, you don't want to create another the, uh another Snyder, you don't want to create another toxic fan base in the Black Adam fans. <laughs> and and this and this is totally happening because did you see James Gunn's statement about being harassed online? I thought I saw something. Yeah, yeah. So he he had actually released a, a well, it was a series of tweets where he was talking about how a small you know minority like we knew what we were stepping into yes. when we stepped into this. Yeah, and and there we knew there were going to be people who were going to be pissed off by the decisions we made and, and, and those whatever people else. are the Zack Snyder fans. Yeah. If you, it's so crazy. If you look at the comments on that, it's <sighs> like people being like, we are not the minority. We we're the ones that raised $75,000 for uh-huh. suicide awareness. Like we're the people that, you know, you didn't raise any money for suicide awareness. We're the people that, uh, you know, championed a man's vision. You have no vision, you know, this kind of stuff. And it's like, I do not, I do not, we've talked about the Snyder Cut people. I do not understand them. Let it go. Uh, this is not a life-changing thing. I love Christopher Nolan's Batman movies. When they said there's no more Christopher Nolan Batman movies, the last thing I did was go to harass everybody. Yeah. Listen, I owe the Snyder Cut fans a huge debt of gratitude for um for bullying me 
uh, to into quitting Twitter, uh, which I'm retroactively happy about. So, um, thanks. Um, yep. And please stop (laughs) existing. Uh, you're ruining everything. My you thought ruining is ruining everyone's life, everyone's yep. lives collectively. <laughs> yep. My, my my thought is like I I completely understand really loving something in entertainment and and when it gets pulled out from under you and you're not going to get any more of that thing. Sure. Being upset about it, I get it. I totally get but it. But you still have the it, thing. I, I, you still have the I, thing. I've, you had. I've had favorite shows get canceled before. Um, you know. Well, it's it's a part of life, Dustin. I want more Lethal Weapon movies, but there's yeah. not going to happen. Not the ones that I, I love. Want. A season two of Hellcats it ain't going to happen. <laughs> 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 it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and and you know what? I'm not bullying the CW over it because I understand it. No one was watching that show but me and John, and I know that there were two viewers every every week, <laughs> and, and we were watching it on the same TV. So to their brains, there were only there's only one viewer. The Nielsen boxes. <laughs> Just one viewer. One viewer. What is this? This is one random apartment yeah. watching Hellcats we every one week. One apartment in Savannah watching Hellcats. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It, that it. it, it it's just a part of life. Things change. There's new adaptations and there will come a day. It will be a long time from now, but there will come a day when the Marvel <laughs> universe will be rebooted and the MCU will be no more. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, I'm sorry, tough luck. That's what always happens. There's going to be another Lord of the Rings. I know it. Mm. In another dozen years, yeah. let's, well, let's- 30 years, <laughs> there. There's going to be another Lord of the Rings adaptation. Yeah. And you know what? My Lord of the Rings is still there. Yep. And and you know what? Y'all y'all championed a cause and you got your version. You got to yeah. see your full four hour and, version. And, and it was better. It was better. And it was better. Yeah. But, but it's over now. And so like all <laughs> it, you don't have, there's nothing else to release. Mm-mm. They're not going to bring Zack Snyder back at this point. I don't even know that he's interested in coming back. And- you know what? I wouldn't blame him for not wanting to come back. And mm. at this point, I bet Henry Cavill's done. Like, he, yeah, I, I, I'm uh, sure he was not happy. I mean, he he had. I mean, he he had to, but he certainly included the part about like, look, I was told to announce my return to Superman by the yeah. studio, and then yeah. a month later, they hired people who ultimately said, uh, never no. mind. Like, yeah. you should never. They, I, I blame Warner Brothers for that. You should never have told him to to go on there and. You know, just just let people be it, excited about what that teaser might mean. Sure, and 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 even though you hire James Gunn and all that stuff, and and they say, yeah, we're we're gonna recast everybody. Like, fine, let but but let people be upset then. But at yeah. least in the two months between those two things happening, there wasn't a public announcement of no, I am coming back because that's why everyone's mad. Yeah, and that's why he yep. looks like an idiot, and and he's yep. right to be upset about that. You know, yeah, yep. So, I, you know what? Just let it go. Things get canceled. Properties change. There's a new adaptation. It's fine. If you don't like the next one, then wait for the next one. There will be another one. He In got, our lifetimes, there's going to be at least another five Batman. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. just let it go. 
Yeah. And again, it's, it's, he's, he's in the same camp as Andrew Garfield to me. He was the right actor for the role under the wrong management. And that's, it's just a shame, but he got to do it. He got to do it more than Andrew Garfield did. Yep. And, um, you know, he should have gotten to do it more, but nobody upstairs could make up their minds about what they wanted the direction to be. And years passed. And I was telling someone about this when that happened. I was like, even if they, even if they brought him back, he's, I hate to say this, he's too old. Like at a certain point, you're, you're too old. And I say that not because he's too old now. He's too old to sign a 10 year contract, presumably to appear in, you know, a dozen films over the next decade and convincingly portray Superman. We've got, you know, good looking suits and, you know, trainers and testosterone injections and, you know, I'm sure, but, but it's still, it's just like, that's the big problem with, with portraying this is DC's problem, especially DC characters, gods. Like it's okay if Robert Downey Jr. doesn't do as many sit-ups by the time you get to Avengers Endgame. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's a, he's a, he's a real aging man. Yeah. Whose power is his brain and his suit. Yep. But Superman has to look taut. It's the same thing with Chris Hemsworth. It's like that guy, that guy needs to keep it tight because you're playing the God of Thunder. This is exactly why, this is exactly why Hugh Jackman had to step away from Logan. It was like, look, what what this is doing to my body is crazy. I'm too old to be Mm -hmm. doing what I'm doing. Yeah. He's going to do it again. Cool. Good for him. Or something. Unless they CG his body. I don't know. But, yeah, I I'm mean, sh- I'm sure he can do it. Uh, it's just, sure. uh, mm, yeah, yeah. It, but but yeah, you, you're right. Like at a certain point, you just have to stop and say, you know what, enough's enough. Whatever. But but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think Henry Cavill was the right man for the job. I think he he's a great. I, I think he could have been a truly great Superman. Yeah. Um, and, and for what he was, he did a great job. He really like, did. I, I look back at the, at man of steel and for all the problems that film has, he's not one of them. No, he had the right, it was the right attitude. It was the right characterization for Superman in, in that film. He was always trying to inject some levity mm-hmm. to Superman. Yep. Right. Like I think about that scene at the end of man of steel where he's like, uh, he, he destroys the, the satellite mm-hmm. and is like, sorry, general, like, yeah, this, you're not going to know any more about me, yeah. you know, whatever. And it's like, it's borderline playful. Like mm-hmm. it's not really, but, but it's also a little bit like, don't do it again. Yeah. But it's like, it's like that's Superman. Like that yeah. feels like Superman or, or the scene, any of the scenes with Lois that feels like Superman, mm-hmm. you know, it's, um, what, what is that? Well, on my planet, it means hope, you know, it's like, I, I feel Superman coming from him, but, but by the time Batman versus Superman came around, Snyder was in his own butt so much that there's only so much that Cavill could have done. Um, when, when he's appearing before Congress and all of Congress is decimated by a bomb, you can't inject too much levity into that. There was no opportunities. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Right. So, you know, uh, yeah, but, um, but yeah, man, I, I, it's weird. This DC roundup thing, but I, I'm cautiously optimistic because I think it'll be good to at least have a plan. Mm-hmm. The problem is I when you devote yourself to a plan for 10 years, which is what Gunn's trying to do, yeah. it better be a good plan. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it, and Feige, it was like right place, right time. And nobody had any uh uh nobody had any expectations yeah. of that world. Yep. So he he just kind of was able to do it. With this, James Gunn's gonna have the opposite problem. Expectations are gonna be through the roof. Everyone's gonna say it better be good. Notice that nobody said that to Feige. They've not said a word about Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson's Batman. And they haven't said a word about Aquaman 2, which is still, which as far as I know is completed. Um, the yeah. Flash, uh, I guess all of this is still on track. Shazam 2, I guess this is all still on track. Um, but but it may be like this is the last vestiges of the Snyderverse and then, yeah. and then we're done. Clean slate. Maybe Pattinson's Batman gets rolled over into whatever new plan he creates. But yeah, I don't know. Just have no idea. No, yeah. Who knows? That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy yep. to think that like you're going to let, you know, four movies come out basically knowing yeah. full well that you're just going to yeah. recast these people. I mean, like, yeah. just tell us now, like, if you're not going to recast it, like, like I don't do the thing where it's like, it depends on how well it does. Like, no, clean slate means clean slate. So that means we're not going to do any more, you know, we're not going to develop any more <clears throat> Matt Reeves, Batman films yeah. or something, which would be silly. Although, that would be the one Batman I feel like could stay because it's like, that's not connected to any of the other Snyder characters. Yeah. So it's just like, well, he can stay because it's, it did, it, it did well and we like Matt Reeves and they want to make more movies, but, but that kind of thing. But like Todd Phillips, Joker too is still shooting. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but, but I do hear, uh, I wish it was shooting uh, it, me. <laughs> I do think I think James Gunn said as much that in January they're going to announce the 10 year plan. And um, at that point, like, just tell us like, hey, I we're, think they we're, will. We're going to recast Aquaman. So if you like Jason and you want to support the filmmakers, please go see Aquaman, too. It's yeah, this is the this last, last opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. Like, make a yep. thing of it. Like, no, we're yeah. going to release them like you want them, you want these and, things to happen. Like, but, but and we let's are send them gonna, off with, yeah. Yeah. Big box office. Yeah. And you know, but just so you know, yeah. like no matter how well it does, we're not going to make, it's not coming. We're back. not changing our minds, but yeah, we're putting them right. out there because people want to yep. see them. So I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And, and they're completed. They're done, you know, whatever. Right. And you know, maybe, maybe it's like, Hey, yeah, there's not going to be another Pattinson Batman, but Joker two's already shooting. So we're going to let that be. And then like, yeah. that will truly be the last thing before the new 10 year plan or whatever. They'll, they'll phrase it in some way, but I think it will be a clear delineation of there won't be more Pattinson or there will be, mm-hmm. there won't be more Joker or, there will be, or it'll exist as like a separate multiversal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but I think all of that, I, I, I don't think we'll still be in the dark in February about what the plan is. So that'll be interesting. But <laughs> anyway, we've talked about black Adam for a long time. Okay. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, we've got, we've, we've got other stuff to, to chat about. So, um, right. yeah, man, but black Adam, I gave it two stars. 
Yeah, I'm not sure what I would give it. I mean, like, it, it's on if you've got, it, I don't know, don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's stuff, but like, especially at this point, like the the value of that stuff is not the movie in and of itself as a self-contained film. So I cannot recommend it as a film to you. Yeah. And I can't even recommend it as a piece of a puzzle because at this point, I'm not even sure that it is. So. Right. Exactly. I, I say skip it. Um, yep. You know, to be honest. So. I agree. All right. Well, that's it for Black Adam. 